podcast to which you're about to listen was recorded prior to Inauguration Day, which is today, January 20th, 2021. We have a new president. Hallelujah. It was remarked on MSNBC earlier today that the previous president came to office challenging the birth certificate of this country's first black president, and he is leaving office as the first black South Asian woman is being sworn in as vice president. God bless President Biden, Vice President Harris, and these United States of America. Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast. This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo woo. Podcast <laughs> Good morning. Hi, podcast pals. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. Everybody, wake up. So, you've been awake for a while. I have. I've been awake since three ish a.m. So, yeah. But before we launch into oh, my sob story. I would like to take a moment to share with our listeners some notes about the format for season four. Riss and we spent much of season three focused on current events and politics. And of course, in the year 2020, living through a global pandemic and having a narcissistic piece of crap as our president, how could we not? But in an effort to return to a bit more of the life, wine, laughter, friendship and fun we are doing a few main segments this season what we're currently calling the life roundup hot topics wine books and mb's corner of course it could change because we're in charge right yes i think this is what we agreed to pre-season true <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho do either of you want to kick us off with how life is going currently as I partake in my water? Uh, well, I can tell you that it's overcast here in Georgia. It is 30-ish degrees. I, I, I'm thinking it's, well, it's, I think it's 36 degrees, but it's This is the weather report. Are you a weather woman now? It's, it's, it's got to do with what I'm talking about life in general. Oh, this is contact? I'm leading into something. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Setting the scene. Can I do that? <laughs> yes. But it's, in the future, you can say, mise-en-scene. Okay. <laughs> mise-en-scene. I'm totally messing with Okay. Okay, sorry. Yes. Back to the weather. No, because, it's almost past. Because, because of the weather, 
it's 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 it has implications on our uh, fitness routines. Many of us like to go out for walks either with the animals or without our animals, and we go with our friends and family or whatever. But a group of us were all complaining about the weather this morning because it's it's. I mean, it's actually some snow flurries outside. What? Like, like, yeah, I, I, I walked through some this morning. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of cold outside. It's affecting our workout routines. None of us are happy right now. We're all tired and cranky when it's like this. But outside of that, life is okay. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, yes, I can say more about that. But what about you, MB? What is, what is the life? I slept in today. Nice. I know. Did I wake you up with my text? No, I went walking. Make sure you were awake. I went walking. Oh, you did? Yeah. After? Good wait. For you. you said you slept in. I slept in for a little bit. Yes. Okay. Well, where'd you go? What'd you do? What did you think about the weather? Cold. Yeah. And we do your usual walk. Ooh, windy. Mm, that's yeah, it's kind of blustery outside. Not over here in my neck of the woods. Well, I went out at like, I guess, 8.15-ish. Really? And it was not windy. And Ooh. I was thinking, oh, that's so great. Like, that's exactly what, um, you know, would kill me. But I had on my long underwear, hat, scarf, gloves, winter coat. And I was good. I wasn't cold at all. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think in terms of fitness, the biggest fitness news in my life right now is I am in a competition with MB's mom on the Apple Watch to see who can win seven-day competition. I don't understand. If, if you guys, we're already watching each other's stats. So what does the competition mean? Why, what's the difference? So we actually have points. You, I guess you can't see my wow. competition. So can you see how there's a, it's at the top, but yeah. So MB's mom and I, we can see how many points we each have and whoever has the most points at the end of the day, I guess wins that day. And then I'm assuming whoever wins gotcha. the majority of days, four out of seven days wins the competition. But you can't see our competition, can you? No. No, wait, that was a question. Okay, yeah. So, so that's the difference. Because um, you get assigned points for, or you earn points for doing different things. So even though mine might look different than someone else's, like it's possible the way you, you earn points and things like that is different. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. I've never done one before. MB's mom has never done one before is my understanding. And so at the end of the day today, I guess we'll see who won the day. Yes. <laughs> I suspect it will not be me, <laughs> but that's okay. Oh my goodness. Well, I have another thing to talk about that I think, um, we will all be able to weigh in on. 
in our own personal experience, which we found out, I guess, I don't know if it was Thursday. What's today? Saturday? Yes. Okay, Saturday. So we, um, I guess we got an email Thursday night from my girls' school, which is Rivers Academy, and it said that they were going virtual for the next two weeks. And this is what they said in their email. I feel the need to read it because I want your reactions to it. Dear Rivers Academy families and staff, we hope this email finds you and your family safe and well. Due to the amount of administration and faculty members that are in quarantine from either COVID-19 exposure or infection, Rivers Academy will be moving to our virtual platform for the next two weeks. We realize that creates inconveniences for many of you. However, please know that we fought and pushed through as long as we possibly could without having to make this difficult decision. All right, let me say two things and then I want to hear your reactions to that. Uh, what this is to me is that we can't trust the administration and faculty members to be responsible and stay safe. And then I ask, COVID infection, you say? They send school-wide emails when a student tests positive for COVID, so why did I not receive an email if a member of the administration tested positive within the last two weeks? <clears throat> Thoughts? Uh, well, um, I, I understand their, their thought process behind shutting down and going to virtual. However, um, do you feel bad for them that they fought hard and pushed through as long as they possibly could? No, that's all BS. Right? Thank you. That's what I'm saying. That's complete BS. I don't, I don't need, that doesn't even make any sense in my opinion. There's no, there's no thought thread to that. There's nothing, there's this, and quite frankly, I am, it would be one thing if they were showing a very severe positivity rate amongst the kids. And right. Teachers. And it's, right. I mean, it, but what you're saying, I don't under, even say understand what they're saying now. For our county in general, I know that, and we've discussed this many times. The baseline is, uh, was it ten percent? I forgot what the actual figure is, but it has to it has to go over a certain amount for them to shut for that for the schools to shut down and go uh, virtual. Right yeah. now, the positivity rate is teetering between 12% and 14%, depending on what county you go to. Right. And certain counties in the area have just decided they're shutting it down through January. I think it's DeKalb, uh, Gwinnett, and uh, I think Cherokee just shut down. So well, and it's not even that I disagree. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, it's not even to disagree that I disagree that they need to go virtual, but I just find it fascinating that this is the first I'm hearing of administration, faculty, and staff being in quarantine, possibly because of COVID infection. Like, who? I mean, and this has been my beef with them since last summer. They are not truthful, and then they write ridiculous crap like this. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I can't get beyond it. But anyway, so, yes. All right. I don't know. Blah, sorry. Well, and then our, our county just announced, uh, or the head, the superintendent of our, our school system just announced yesterday that uh, they would continue face-to-face. -face. 
in lieu of in spite of all this that's going on. And I was kind of shocked because I think if I didn't know any better, I would say this person is um, dependent on the parents and taking pressure from parents to stay open. But I don't, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm one of the lucky few that knows my, my son is comfortable with staying virtual. It doesn't really right. But um, outside of that, I just don't understand. It's a private school, so they're able to do whatever they want, I guess. And they have yes. more pressure from the public schools. But I just that, that what you were said is ridiculous and not surprising given your background with their. Yes, you're familiar. You're familiar with this. I've shared yes. other bizarre communications from the school. Yes. Before. I mean, I will say, and then I want to kick it over to UMB to get your thoughts, but I will say I did think it was interesting that Fulton County Schools <coughs> have been closed, right? Yes. Or virtual, sorry. And now they're going back as things continue to get worse? Like, how does that make sense? Yep. So what do you think, MB? Because you were ready to go back face-to-face -face for the first time, right? Yes. So, what are your thoughts on all of this? I don't know. Well, let's explore that a little more. Um, are you looking forward to going back on Tuesday, which it appears is going to happen? since Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have any of your masks picked out? What mask you're going to be wearing for at school? Yes. What is it? Is it a Milton mask? Yes. Regular? Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, that was my um, my main life roundup topic. Do you guys want to cover anything else in our lives before um, we move on know, to hot topics? The only thing I would add to that is, given the current news reports, the some of these other counties, like the Cab and Gwinnett, are facing mm -hmm. um, a lot more problems because their parents are pushing back and saying, "We didn't. We never even got a choice." So they've never. They haven't even been in school this whole time. Oh, some hmm. parts, some parts of the counties, and so they're gotcha. not even being given a choice. So at least our we we're given a choice. We can right. We can decide. But um, I I'm putting. I'd like to put some fake monopoly money on a bet right now. I'm betting that by Monday there's going to be back an email. I, I think there's going to be an email that says our county is going is going to stay um, <laughs> uh, virtual through next week at least. And I just think it's so annoying that they have to make all these decisions so seemingly last minute. Like, I don't have sympathy for the schools now currently based on the information I have um, that would allow me to give them some grace for not being more competent at this point. I mean, we're now in month, let's see, March, April, May. September, October, November, December. So we're now in month eight of in-session pandemic school. Why don't you have a plan better in place? Like, I know my friends who are working parents who have kids in elementary school, they're like, they're killing me. They're like, this is no notice for me to figure out, you know, what, who, who can watch my kids while I'm at work? Um, and it's just like, yeah, why don't you 
why aren't you better at this by now? So I felt, I felt sympathy for the schools last spring and maybe even at the beginning of this year. And actually, I don't even know. Maybe we're in month nine. I can't even remember. I counted August because my New England upbringing still has me thinking of school starting in September. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I just, I don't know. At the administration level, so this is excluding teachers on the ground, but just seems like at the administration level, um, they're not doing a good job. And that makes me feel worse for the teachers, too. And for everybody, I'm, I'm with the parents. No, not, not the really administrators. Not really <laughs> the administrators. Uh, agreed. No, I'm, I, I'm agreement with everything you've just said. This is not, this is not enough time. I mean, if now, if you had announced on Wednesday that, you know, we're considering it, start making plans for mm -hmm. this, uh, this change. Right. Okay, that's a pain in the ass, but at least you've got time to think about it. But yeah, it's and then they're saying that if this is another just an, a side note to this, they're saying that teachers might not get sick time should they uh, have to call out for COVID or, so, or no, they won't be able to work if it's virtual. They have to take sick time, uh, and I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. <clears throat> if you think you can teach virtually? You should be able to, especially right. if, if it is currently virtual. You shouldn't right. take sick time if you think you can make it to the class. And then there's the whole, some teachers don't even dial in. I mean, sometimes, I don't know, MB, how it's going with you, but August has uh, classes where some teachers just don't even show up. And he's like, I don't even know what's going on. And I'm like, what? mark it down this time and this date and this teacher so that you don't get an absence. Oh, there. my God. It's Has that happened to you, MB? No. No? It's happened to August and some of his other friends. So this isn't just him. It's, it's, it's. Wow. Now, I would appreciate a quick email or a text to the kids in the class saying, listen, I can't get on at the moment. I'm struggling with the technology. That's one thing altogether, but then right. there's just nothing. Well, and also, a struggle with technology, not to be able to figure it out for an entire class. Um, that teacher perhaps needs some additional instruction or needs to be told to get a better internet connection or something. That's ridiculous. It shouldn't take that long to figure out your IT problem. But maybe schools need to, ha I mean, colleges have dedicated IT departments for faculty and staff. If you have a problem, you know, you call this person up, they try to help you. I mean, I guess probably maybe if you're on a college campus, they head on over to you, but, but yeah, this it, it is would, unacceptable. it would be ironic if you can't fix tech problems with technology, but, but anywho, well, yeah, so Riss, you and I were chit-chatting over the past week, and I think we determined we had the same hot topic, which was Trump impeached again. Okay, so let's just review something. Uh, yes, please for do. Our, for our, uh, I'm looking for it right now. I just want to make sure I have the, the okay, where is it? So uh, as mo uh, you should know, unless you're living under a rock, that President Trump was impeached again. Um, but what that meant, there were a couple of things at stake for him um, if he had gotten impeached again. Um First off, he would have lost his uh, pension, his $200,000 $200, a year pension. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
I can't believe I can't find this. I just had it up and running. Um, he also would lose his opportunity to use Secret Service. They can't. He can't invoke that at all. Um, Wait, he won't be assigned to Secret Service detail? I'm sorry. I'm going to stop trying to interrupt with incredulity after everything you say, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he won't have access to that. Um, let's see. He'll. I'm going. I'm, there were four specific things that. Oh yeah, here it is. Sorry. Okay, so he loses his two hundred thousand dollar pension for the rest of his life. Okay. One million dollars a year travel allowance. Okay. Lifetime full Secret Service detail. Okay. And he loses his ability to run in 2024, and that's probably what most people were happy about. But I okay. But wait, now I need to ask a clarifying question because I know for a fact that the 2024 is only not being able to run again for federal office is only if he's convicted in the Senate. Okay. So wait, are all those other yeah, things yeah. also? Yes. Uh, I thought maybe the House had already done that, those first three things to him just by impeaching him. But yeah, okay. No, but yeah. I think above all of this, and this is really important to me, I wonder <laughs> if he loses his ability to pardon people. That would be well, cool. Well, but remember, once you're, I mean, he, the last day he has to pardon somebody is like, you know, 11.59 a.m. on January 20th. So you don't create, you don't retain a presidential, oh, once you're not true. president that's anymore. True. Yeah. So. Well, um, I mean, he was, he was impeached last week. So does it start then? <laughs> no, because remember, for anything to actually have any impact, he has to be convicted in the Senate. Okay. So by the, time he, by the time he's convicted in the Senate, he won't be president anymore. The important reason to, however, still go on with the trial, even though you have Republicans, you know, complaining, I'll say that. If Michael weren't on the podcast, I'd use curse words. <laughs> um, but... Uh, is because if he is convicted, then he can never run for federal office again. So he couldn't run for president in 2024. Now, I did hear an inter or read an interesting tidbit that Mitch McConnell, while he said he would not reconvene the Senate in an emergency session right now to get the impeachment trial started, he said he wouldn't stand in the way and that he would listen to all the evidence um, and some people are suggesting that this means the Republicans, there might be enough Republicans in the Senate to convict him because they see this as a way to get him permanently out of their party. And of course, not entirely um, selflessly motivated because there are some senators who probably want to run in 2024 and they don't want to run against Trump in 2024 since they couldn't beat him in 2016. And honestly, his supporters i don't know i mean 74 million people voted for this man it's appalling i don't know that that many people wouldn't vote for him again in 2024 because of course his supporters are insane i mean yeah, but anyway you, you're talking about four years of 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 negative rhetoric from probably both sides i'm sure that if more republicans step up and say what he did was wrong, then I don't think he'd have a shot. I don't think people would vote for him. That's the they have to, they have to keep saying it. 
Yeah, they have to keep saying it consistently, though, because people have short memories. So anytime Trump's name comes up, it has to be like, well, when he was impeached for inciting violence and causing the insurrection at the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021, that should be the lead in sentence for everything. Right. Um, but I don't know. I would like to see a trial in the Senate. I've heard even some Democrats have said, well, can we just wait? Like, we'd like Biden to get through his first 100 days, get his cabinet confirmed, you know, focus on things he told the country he would do, and then do the trial. And I was like, oh, okay. So there's no, like, time limit, I guess, on when you can do this now that he's been impeached. And then, I mean, maybe if the main benefit, so those first three things you mentioned, Marissa, like, those are nice little penalties against him, right? But the true yeah. benefit for the country is him not being able to run. And so if they do the trial, you know, in April or May and they convict him, to me, it's still worth it to do it then. But you have some Republicans who are like, oh, we're, we're dividing the country. No, no, no. You guys did that four years ago when you made him your candidate and you don't get to whine about it now. Where we are now is your fault and you're just going to have to live with it. That's my thoughts anyway. What about you, MB? Do you have any impeachment thoughts? They need 67 senators to convict. I know. So they need all 50 Democrats and 17 Republicans. Yes. That should, that should easily happen. Oh, I don't know about that. Not easily, I, but I think it will. If these Republicans get elected, they... They need to I hope it does, but I mean there are still people out there, even after everything that's happened, who still think the election was stolen, who still think Trump should be president, who have no problem with what he's done because oh, they don't think those people were pro Trump supporters. They were Antifa. Or I'm like laughing in my head because I'm like, there are probably some Trump supporters that think it wasn't actually Trump standing in front of them at the rally and that somebody had kidnapped him and put up like a doppelganger. But, uh, yeah. So, well, yes, that was, this is definitely, it's going to continue to unfold and really, I mean, a running consequence of just this whole Trump nightmare is that we still have an inauguration in four days, four days, God, how can it be four days, but four days from now. And, uh, these radical right-wing terrorists, are still talking about coming back to the Capitol to cause more damage. I just hope the yeah, Department but, of Homeland Security does its job this time around and actually puts forward an intelligence briefing that makes sure that ensures that everything is properly staffed, which it was not on January 6th. I would agree. They knew about that coming. They knew about yeah. the insurrection and yep. they didn't do anything. They didn't take it with any credibility. So yep. I, it, we're going to see some fallout from that, but I think going forward, they know better and they should use that as an oppor learning opportunity to say, listen, we got to do a better job. Well, and they're, they know they're wondering how close people, people aren't going to be able to be on the green there, are they? Yeah, I feel like I read somewhere that it was going to be much more blocked off right. than usual and they're not doing any balls and none of the ceremonial right. balls, which, you know, I think is a COVID and a security thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the next four days, the Department of Homeland Security know it's being, knows it's being watched. Of course, 
you know, the head of that department will change once Biden installs his or has his cabinet pick installed by the Senate. But then, you know, you have to realize there are still rank and file, just regular employees within these departments that aren't doing their jobs. We saw it with the Capitol Police when they were just letting people into the Capitol, um, taking selfies with them. And I mean, there's bad apples in every organization, no matter who's in charge. And I just hope that they, uh, that the new um, head of the Department of Homeland Security does a better job than the current one has done in recent uh, times here. And if necessary, starts really looking into employees and possibly firing them if warranted for their, inc their willful incompetence to do their jobs. Agreed. Any other hot topics? Any other hot topics that we want to do before we get to the all-important wine part of the podcast? I prefer the wine. Let's just move forward. <laughs> Go. Take it away, Marissa. I want to hear all about wine. I feel you're probably well-primed with the, the wine tasting coming up in a few hours. Yes, hold on. Let me, I'm getting, let me turn around and, and grab a wine that I just had last week that I really like. Hold on. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, yes. For our listeners. Literally, it's it's literally right behind me, but at, nice. I mean, for those people, well, we don't do a live video for our podcast people, but if they were watching at the moment, they would know that I'm in a different room. I'm in my dining room right now, and I have it set up to look like one of my wine tastings. And the reason is because this evening I'm, I'm hosting one uh, virtually like we're doing now. Yes, it's very exciting. Unparalleled taste. Is this yes. the first virtual Yes, wine it is. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> all right, tell, tell us all about it. But first, tell us about that wine that you huh. mentioned. So this one is called Emma Reichart. Um, okay. It's hard to see. It's hard to see, but it is I, a dry Riesling. A dry Riesling. Mm. What's the ABV? Oh, well, the ABV, 11.5%, which huh. sounds like it would be on the sweeter side, but it's not. It's literally a dry Riesling. Riesling, uh, for huh. me... Is a varietal uh, based out of Germany. That's where it gets its roots from. And it's generally, when, when I hear Riesling, I think of something sweet. Um, this one is a dry Riesling, so it's it's a little drier. And it's got, if I had to um, compare it to another varietal, this one tastes a little bit like a, um, a, a, a Sauvignon Blanc. It's got that. Oh got a little bit of a bite to it it's a little little effervescent it's not really but it kind of gives you a little tingle on the tongue um it's and it's really nice i plan on drinking i bought a bottle I, i'm not sure why because i don't normally drink whites in the um in the winter time mm -hmm. but i figured let me get a couple of bottles and hold on to it for that first beautiful day of spring something to look forward to <laughs> oh my gosh start the countdown now so let me just read to you what it what it says on the back. So it's fragrant citrus blossom notes mingle with apricot, Meyer lemon, and honeycomb in this mouth-watering dry Riesling. The bright and citrusy style works well with green flavors such as lime, basil, tomatillo, and jalapeno. Oh, jalapeno. Morality pairs well with seafood, chicken, salads, guacamole, Thai, and other Asian cuisines, and we serve it chilled. So nice. yeah, that was my, that was my wine that I got um, last. Okay. So we're going to do a Sonoma County Cooch. It's called Coutrere. It's um, and that's the name of the wine and it's a Chardonnay. Okay. 
Uh, we're doing Tetra du Moulin Grand Cru. Tetra du Moulin Grand Cru. It's a Bordeaux. Uh, let's see, Frank Family Vineyards, which is a Pinot Noir. We're doing Foggy Vale. It's a red blend. We're doing Saldo. It's a Zinfandel. And then we're ending the evening with Emily Miner's Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So for those of you who, who want to know, that's about $150 worth of wine. <laughs> cool. I like it. I like oh, yeah, it. It should be a good. It should be a good evening. I have to print out that wine menu and get that ready. But yep, I think it'll be good. Awesome. Well, I will look forward to hearing the follow up of uh, how that virtual unparalleled taste wine tasting event goes. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, um, I only had one book that I wanted to mention this week on our podcast and it just seemed appropriate since it was written by Jolenta Greenberg and Kristen Meinzer who um, host the By the Book podcast which was the very first podcast I ever listened to Riss after you and I were on our walk and you're like oh, we yeah. should start a podcast and I was yeah. like well I should listen to a podcast before I just go ahead and start one and so, you know, they've been doing their podcast. I don't know. I think they just finished season seven. They haven't been doing it for seven years because they have more than one season per year. Um, but their book called How to Be Fine, What We Learned from Living by the Rules of 50 Self-Help Books is something I'm going to um, peruse this weekend amongst all my other reads because who knows, maybe in the future we could do a podcast book. Ooh, that'd be good. Always thinking ahead, me. <laughs> that would be good. No, but I, I'll be interested to see because I have listened. I think I've listened to every single one of their 50 self-help book podcast episodes. In MB's Corner, I'm here to talk to you about high school, sports, and much more. From a Walk in the Park podcast, I'm your host, Michael Baxter. My Seahawks lost. Oh, I didn't even know if you wanted to talk about that, but yes, sorry. Did you watch the whole game? No. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I knew you said you were going to turn it off if it was not going well. It was dismal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that all you want to say about that? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about the Seahawks is they're always in the mix, but they choke. Yes. Yeah. And I was the beneficiary as a Patriots fan, of course, of that choke. I believe that. I can't remember. Was that? The Patriots' fourth or fifth Super Bowl? One of those two. Oh, Maybe God. the fourth. <laughs> I can't remember for sure. All right. Well, then do you... All right. MB, let's, do you have anything else you want to talk about in MB's Corner? Otherwise, I'm going to have to end this podcast. <laughs> NASCAR season starts soon. I'm so excited. 
I know we talked about NASCAR in the last podcast, but nothing has happened since then. No, the first race is the the Daytona 500. Okay, when when is that coming up? In February. In February. And B, would you actually go to a NASCAR race? Yes. Oh, okay. Have you ever been to one? No. Oh, okay. You should uh, you should ask your parents if you guys can go to one. They're very cool. Well, eventually, I'm not sure they're letting any fans in due to COVID. Right. True. True. Well, but, if you yes. ever get an opportunity, you should try it out. It's loud as hell. You'll have to bring headphones. Head- yeah. But, Ooh. I mean, um, it's a lot of fun. I stayed in Daytona Beach for a Vivian Gymnastics meet probably two years ago, maybe, and drove by the Daytona Beach track. It's probably like the highlight of that city. It was it's very, very elaborate. But, yes. but, but that's a long way off. I mean, we're only on January 16th. So what are you going to be watching sports-wise between now and then? Probably football and basketball. Oh, all right. Tell me a little more about basketball because I'm obviously an expert at football. So what's happening in bas- basketball world? I haven't been following basketball that much. What? All right. You're going to start. Yes, I'm going to start. Yeah, I don't like the NBA at all. It's Jonathan's favorite sport. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. I don't, all right, maybe that sounded a little harsh. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just, I, you know, I'm just so offended that Jonathan and I don't have the same favorite sport. That's what I have against the NBA. I thought Jonathan and I agreed that our favorite sport was the NFL, followed closely by tennis. And he said, no, the NBA was his favorite sport. And that just blew my mind. (laughs) So... That's my beef with the NBA. How dare you be so entertaining that my husband picked you over the NFL as his favorite sport to watch. Boo, hiss. The Buccaneers are playing tomorrow. They are. And uh, obviously, I hope they... Yes. Oh, good. I'm going to watch that. I'm um, I'm not thrilled with this matchup since they lost both regular season games to the Saints, which the first one, the first time they met was the first game of the season so and they didn't lose by a lot and I was willing to give them a pass on that because you know Tom is there with his new team there were no preseason games it is the Saints but then when they played the Saints the second time because they're in the same you know division they play them twice um it was horrific they were horrible they played so poorly. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, this could like actually make, once they lost twice to the Saints, then they didn't have a chance of winning the division really. And so they are the fifth seed and the Saints are the second seed. And so, yes, now they will go to New Orleans and play. And I hope they have a better plan. Hope that concludes my corner. All right. Oh, Saints. <laughs> you know, I'm going to edit that out. So... <laughs> Say whatever you want, baby. It ain't making it in the cast. Stop being a hater, Babs. Stop being a hater. You are being a hater. I just said go to Saints. That's not being a hater. Let's be hateful to me when you know it hurts my feelings. When it hurts my feelings. Stop it. That you're not rooting for my team. I never root for your team. Is that true? If that's true, then you've been lying to me, Marissa, over I'm the years. 
Liar. <laughs> that concludes my corner for today. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. We've co-opted MB's corner. Okay. <laughs> bye for now. Bye for now. Hello, and welcome to an MB corner update. Where today, I got my eyes checked at the lovely Miss Babs. Who went with me? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. We went to the Roswell Eye Clinic, right? Yes. What do we think? We liked them, yes? Yes. And they were quick. They were quick. And they got us back. That's right. We both did an appointment. Uh, so, Michael, tell us about your appointment. What was the most challenging part for you? Having to put my eye on this machine and go for the green. Yes, that's right. That was the machine that was testing for like pressure in your eye, like glaucoma. It took a picture of your eye. I too found that challenging, yes. Um, did anything else happen there, Michael? Were you caught doing anything? I was caught cheating. <laughs> How do you cheat on an eye exam? Tell us, Michael, what did you do? <laughs> so, so the doctor fixed the machine and I leaned over when we weren't looking. When you weren't looking. And I read these letters off. <laughs> Outside of the machine. Outside of the machine. Oh, that was so funny. Dr. Flanagan turns around. She's like, Michael, there's no cheating. <laughs> what else did we learn about Dr. Flanagan, though? She was pretty interesting. She's an Ohio State fan. Yep. So that was so pain for her this year in the national championship. And, a, a, yeah. and then a Browns fan. Ooh, Even rough. more pain for her. Rough. Rough, rough, yeah. A rough couple of weeks for her. A rough, but she seemed to have a pretty good attitude about it, right? Yeah, she doesn't like Trevor Lawrence. We should uh, that. That's true. You did. You, but I have no idea who that is. But you both, the Clemson quarterback, for the those right are, now, the current no. one. Oh, just from back a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. Who declared for the NFL draft? Okay. Now, did Trevor ever play against Ohio State? Yes. Is that why she doesn't like him? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so she heard you saying, because you have a Clemson screensaver or background on your phone, right? Yes. Yeah. So why aren't you a Clemson fan? Because of the quarterback. Okay. All right. So, and they're, I mean, they're a really good team. Yes. So, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Tell us about um, these stylish new frames that you picked out. So I got these Tom Ford glasses. Fancy. That's right. that I will get to a week to 10 days. A week to 10 days with a new prescription. And uh, we decided that these frames are your, like, intellectual podcast frames, right? Yes. Because it was... And my splurge purchase. Your splurge purchase, that's right. They were more expensive than the Nike frames that were your second choice. Yes. Yeah. Well, man, I mean, you're 18. You got to step up your game, right? Yes. Is that dog over there your friend? Yes. You like that dog, right? I feel like, or wait. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Charlie went back inside. We're just sitting here in MB's front yard. We just wanted to give an MB corner update because today was just quite an adventure, I would say. Yes. And I would just like to go on record as saying if uh, Michael had not gone with me, I would not have gotten my eyes checked. So thank you, Michael. You're welcome. For helping me with my overall health. And now I know what I was doing wrong with my reading glasses. <laughs> I did. Presbyopia. Oh my gosh, wait. Presbyopia. 
presbyopia. Yeah, that's what's wrong with me. My, I'm old, my eyes are wise, so my focusing system is having trouble. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I give it a 10 today. Yes. On the MB scale. Woohoo! MB scale of 10. I love it. All right. So let's see. You have a choice, another big choice to make today, though. Yeah. You, you didn't just have to go to the eye doctor and choose your new frames. You have to decide are you going to school tomorrow in person or are you staying virtual? My mom emailed. Okay, what'd she say? They haven't, my teachers haven't responded. Okay, did she email saying... That Michael would like to remain virtual this semester. <gasps> but I thought you wanted to go back. Wait, was that before, though? Yeah. Okay. So do you have a choice tomorrow? Yes. Okay. My mom's giving me the choice of face-to-face mm-hmm. or virtual. Okay. It's to be... If I get an email saying I can stay virtual, then I'll record an under MB corner update. All right, all right. But so I'm trying to understand. So what do you think? Let's say you don't get the email. What is going to happen tomorrow morning? I would go to school. Oh, okay. So you'd wake up, you'd get ready. Have breakfast. Have breakfast. Pack your backpack or your bag? Yeah. Okay. Can you do that tonight ahead of time? Yes. Okay. Can you pick out what you're going to wear ahead of time? Yes. Those are good things to do. Let's see. What else? I wish I had my new glasses. I know. I know. But remember, we talked about this because if you try in person and you like it and you keep going, then everybody sees you at the same time everybody sees each other. Then when your new glasses come, people are going to be like, everybody else is, nobody's going to be noticing anybody because, oh, saw you already. Then they'll see your glasses. They'll be like, Michael, what did you do? Mm. Yeah. I upgraded my look. I did a makeover. Yes. Nice. Well, I'm super excited. I want to hear what you decide tomorrow. I think personally, I'd say go and give it a try because think about it. Then you have more leverage. You have more leverage. Like, let's say you go and you're like, I hate it. You're like, you have to let me go virtual. Then at least you can say, listen, I tried it. If you don't go back and try it and they're like, well, we really don't want to switch you. They're like, you haven't even tried it. But if you try it and hate it, which I don't think you're going to, I think you're going to like it. Yes. I say, you know, give it a try. Just for one day. One day. One day. See what you think. Yeah. I want to know. I'm waiting for the next MB update. Bye. Bye.